Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good Sunday morning to you. It is 720, and that means we are chatting with Michael Kelly and John Hancock. Gentlemen, there is a lot to talk about. We'll, of course, be talking about what's happening in the Middle East, but we have to start with the fact that the Republicans picked Jim Jordan as the nominee for House Speaker. John, what does this mean in your eyes? Well, we'll find out. I think it's going to be difficult for him to put the 217 votes together. I've would they have to imagine there's enough votes in the caucus that just would be unwilling to support Jordan? Uh, 55 of the conference members did not vote for him in the uh, second round of speaker tallies. So he's going to spend the weekend yesterday, today, uh, trying to put together enough votes to do that. I know that there's a lot of phone calls being made into members of Congress's office. Um, so we'll see if this fails, then, you know, perhaps they will try to, to find a consensus choice in that conference. I think that's going to be tough. And, uh, and if that fails, then I think you're going to look at some kind of a bipartisan situation where the Republicans give some concessions to the Democrats uh, and, and we get a, a speaker that way. But that's it's a mess. Well, him personally, I mean, what do you like or don't like about Jim Jordan? <laughs> well, uh, Jim Jordan has not particularly been a member of Congress that has been part of passing legislation, putting together coalitions to get things done. Uh, does he have that skill set? He may, but that's not been his brand in, in Washington to date. He's been, you know, a, a guy who is very aggressive. And a lot of Republican voters like that fact about him. But when you think about a speaker, you think about somebody that's going to harness that body to pass legislation. And look, we've got to pass a series of appropriations bills or a continuing resolution within less than a month or the government's going to shut down. So this is a this is a very critical time in the country. Michael, from the Democratic perspective, uh, this step, what does it mean to you? Where does it take us? Where is it going? Well, I think it shows us exactly where the Republican Party is these days, and that's messed up. I mean, Jim Jordan is a, a member of Congress who's been held in contempt for failure to, uh, to testify before Congress. Now he wants to be Speaker of the House. 
Um, this is not a guy who unites. It's a guy who divides. Uh, it's hard to believe that somebody could make uh, Kevin McCarthy look uh, like a leader. Um, but Jim Jordan does that. Uh, I don't think he is going to be able to get the votes either, as John says. Uh, I don't know what consensus, uh, what a consensus speaker looks like. Uh, John continues to tell me that it would be some type of concession that would be made uh, as it relates to um, the Republicans nominating somebody and a couple of Democrats offering some votes. Uh, I don't know. With the dysfunction that exists inside the Republican Party, why wouldn't a consensus candidate look like uh, five or six Republicans coming the way of the Democratic Democrats and having uh, a speaker uh, that way? Um, who knows? This is sad to watch, especially in the midst of uh, all this major stuff that's happening in our world. Uh, and it's really sad to see the evaporation of the Republican Party, and I think that's what this symbolizes the most. Well, Michael, on on Friday we talked about the war in the Middle East, and your biggest concern was World War III, and I know you weren't being glib, you were being serious. So uh, tell me a little bit more, expound on that. Oh, I'm frightened by what's going on in the Middle East. I mean, no, I don't think any of us can look at and see the attack that was taken on Israel and not uh, understand their uh, rights and want to go and have retribution and ultimately disable uh, Hamas to the point where it maybe never exists. Uh, That's an easy uh, observation to make. But the, the hard part is, is that this is a powder keg. It's been a powder keg in that region of the world uh, since the time of Christ, for several thousand years, we've been having wars and fights over uh, this land. Well, now we have uh, many of the players in there armed with nuclear weapons. Um, and uh, you've got Israel, who uh, rightfully so wants to have their number one retribution and two cripple Hamas to the point where this doesn't happen going forward. Uh my biggest concern is the countries that surround Israel, who have sometimes been sympathetic to sympathetic to the Palestinians, uh, choosing to get involved in this conflict. Uh, should that be the case, I think it is the start of World War III. I think President Biden's administration has done an incredible job uh, laying out the uh, restrictions to the rest of the world, saying, "Hey, this is not something that you should be able to. You should get involved in." If you do know that we're there to uh, help keep you out of it, uh, it's a really a scary thought if you think about it, that uh, that we're on this collusion course. But um, I don't know. Crazy times. Yeah. As you mentioned, in the region, there's Palestinian support. And even in the U.S., there is, in particular, for the innocent people involved in this situation who are trapped, basically. John, what stance should the U.S. be taking on this crisis at the moment? I don't know that there's anything other than what we've already done that's in order here. To Michael's point, you've got Hezbollah in Lebanon that appear to be mobilizing. They've had some skirmishes. They've thrown some bombs into Israel. You've got Syria where Israel has bombed the Aleppo airport now to disrupt the shipping of arms from Iran to Hamas and Hezbollah. 
Iran, of course, is a malign actor in the region, and they're very close to Russia. It's a powder keg, Scott, and these nations, if they choose to participate in this, with the U.S. deterrence being what it is, we've got an aircraft carrier in the in the theater. It you know it it has the potential to expand substantially beyond Israel and Hamas, and if that happens then you've got a very tenuous situation. Yeah, it's scary times indeed and some horrific things happening. Gentlemen, I uh, w- appreciate your thoughts, and we'll continue to talk about this. Thank you. All right, Scott. Have a good weekend. All right, you too. Total Information AM on KMOX at 728. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 